We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday, it's February 13th, it is 2024. We have six NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined today by TJ. TJ, what's happening, my friend? Oh, not too much. Doing pretty well. Happy to be joining you to talk some NBA. We got a small little slate to break down, so it's a nice, easy task. And uh, looking forward to hanging out with you, looking forward to hanging out with the chat. Yeah, hope everyone's having a fantastic Monday night. Um, bet on the wrong Chicago Bulls guard. So that's how my night's going. Jamal Murray got hurt. Not a great night. <laughs> so I need Draymond to hit his uh, rebound assist prop and Denny hit his point prop. So I, I think I could go like five and two on betting if those um, if Draymond ends up hitting. So it's not a terrible night on the betting. DFS streets weren't good. Uh, we got a six-game NBA slate, a couple back-to-backs. Let's jump in, have some fun. What's up, YouTube? Boston at Brooklyn, 230 total here. Boston, eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Porzingis, questionable. Springer and Tillman out. Cam Johnson out for Brooklyn. Let's talk Boston here first. What do we like here for the Celtics? I don't I feel like it's going to be a game where the Celtics just absolutely pummel Brooklyn, but... If, say, Porzingis is in, um, then I don't think I have a ton of interest in any of these guys, but I have a little bit of interest in all of these guys. Um, their prices have just kind of all come down collectively where Tatum's affordable at 9500 Jalen Brown at 7700 is very affordable. Um, White is in play. Drew Holiday, I don't know if, I, if I'd get there. Um, and then Porzingis, I think, would be fine at 7800 If he's out um Horford at 5200 becomes more interesting and if I'm running a ton of lineups I do think it'd be worthwhile potentially um taking some MME shots on Pritchard yeah I mean Porzingis matters a ton in this spot whether he's in or out um Tillman being out definitely kind of says like Horford's gonna play 30 minutes in this one so I don't mind Horford at like 5200 against Brooklyn just not a high upside play 
And then, like, if Porzingis sets a ton of interest in Brown and Tatum, if Porzingis plays, it's probably just Tatum for me in large field tournaments to get different. On the Brooklyn side of things, I mean, Cam Johnson being out definitely matters. You know, he's a guy that plays 28 minutes a night. What do we like here for Brooklyn? Boston's so good defensively that I don't really think I have much interest in Brooklyn. Like, Klaxon's price is, is pretty low, and so I think he'd be okay. But the guy I think I'd have the most interest in here is Dennis Schroeder, playing high 20s minutes since he get, got to Brooklyn. Um, only 4,800. He's getting tons of usage off the bench, and he'll probably still get extended minutes even if this one gets a little bit ugly. So uh, Schroeder would probably be my favorite guy here for Brooklyn. I feel you, Derek. I feel you, Jamal Murray. I feel you. <laughs> uh, Brooklyn's healthy. I mean, Finney Smith is back. Lonnie Walker's back. Uh, it's just a lot of bodies for Brooklyn, so I'm a little bit concerned with that. Schroeder, 4,800 would be my favorite in this spot as well. Outside of that, I mean, Claxton now is someone I'm a little bit concerned with with Sharp being back. You know, so I'm going to wait and kind of see how the rotation is going to look like just overall, but I think Schroeder at 4,800 is definitely someone I'm going to get some exposure to on this slate, especially like with Cam Johnson already ruled out for this one. Got Thunder and Magic, 227 total here. Thunder, two and a half point favorite. Biombo and Hayward out for OKC. Orlando's good to go. Nobody on the injury report for them. I think that's the first time this season that I haven't had anybody on the injury report for Orlando. Uh, let's go Thunder first. You know, SGA, always a top-end type of play. Tough matchup against the Magic. Two good defensive teams, but a, a 227 total here with this game being in Orlando. Uh, what do we like here for the Thunder? SGA is always in play. Chet Holmgren is always in play. But I just never really like targeting players facing Orlando. So I'm probably not going to get here a ton. Um, Giddy is priced appropriately, so I think he's fine. Um, same with Jalen Williams. But this is a slow, strong defensive team. So probably no more than one OKC player in a lineup. And even then, I, I don't have a ton of interest. Yeah, I mean, SGA, like, he would be the one person that I'd take some shots on here in this matchup. He's just consistently good. He put up 63 fantasy points, 37 actual points against the Magic earlier this year. So I think he'd be the one guy. Uh, let's go to the Orlando side here. Fully healthy Orlando Magic team. The thing that I wanted to note, though, Jonathan Isaac played 25 minutes the other night against the Bulls. If Jonathan Isaac's minutes are going to be in the 25-minute range, he's way too cheap at 3,400. Yeah, way, way too cheap at 3,400. I think he's a great play. Um, while it's a crappy matchup for OKC, it's actually a pretty good one for uh, the Magic. And so, uh, like, not only is... Uh, is what's his name jonathan isaac super cheap but cole anthony is 3500 dollars as well and so if he gets in the game he played 30 minutes last game against chicago um i don't know exactly what the deal there was but 30 minutes for cole anthony at 3500 uh, sign me up even if we get 18 minutes for cole anthony at 3500 i'm in um and so wendell carter jr is priced nice and cheap franz wagner's price has gone down um Bankera was fine at that price um but I kind of like all of his teammates better 
for what it's worth, um, that game against Chicago went into overtime, and Isaac and Anthony both played the whole overtime. So they played a lot of the fourth quarter and a lot of or and all of overtime. So they went with like they took Wendell Carter. They didn't run Wendell Carter, Wendell Carter Jr. back in the fourth or overtime in that game. So it was Franz, Paulo, Isaac, Anthony, and Goga is who they did for the fourth quarter and overtime. So just wanted to throw that out there as far as like the minutes. Um, I don't think it's the norm for Jonathan Isaac to play that many minutes, but and or Anthony to play that many minutes, but definitely a spot I could see them both getting around like 20 to 25 minutes, which if we don't get a ton of value that opens up on this slate could be okay to look at here. As far as me for the magic, I mean, it's always Paulo. If I'm going to spend up, it'd be Paulo. He did really well against them earlier this season. Franz Wagner missed that game. Um, so, I mean, Wendell Carter's minutes are right there, but I still think I'd want a better matchup for me to play Wendell Carter getting 25, 26 minutes. Going to the next one, we got Miami at Milwaukee. 228 total here. Milwaukee six and a half point favorite at home. Milwaukee's on a back-to-back for this one. We know that Middleton won't play, but we'll have to see if anybody else is out here following their game. On Monday night, on the Miami side, Rogier, Richardson, Butler out, Robinson questionable. We're going to start with Miami. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tyler Hero is just going to see a lot of usage in this game. Jaquez is someone I like at 4,500. And, I mean, Bam's usage is going to go up. It's just Bam's not a guy that is going to go out and shoot a ton, but I think this is definitely a spot we're looking at Bam, Hero, Martin, Jaquez. Uh, just too many minutes to go around with these guys out. Hero, definitely my first option here. Jaquez is probably going to be one of the better values on the slate. Adebayo, great call. Um, I think I would maybe even have interest in like a $3,600 Kevin Love here uh, as a potential value. I think Caleb Martin at 5K is in play, um, but it's definitely Harrow, Hawkes, and Adebayo as the big three, um, but potentially a lot of these guys. Like I think Miami is definitely my favorite team on the slate, at least that we've covered so far. Yeah, they're they're in a fantastic spot. Milwaukee's defense is... Nothing to write home about. Milwaukee's defense is going to get better just in general, but I, I still think this is a spot. And we saw Milwaukee kind of beat up on Denver on Monday night, 
but I mean, like Giannis still played 30 minutes. Brooke Lopez still played 29 minutes. Malik Beasley had a good game. Giannis had a phenomenal game. Um, it was no Wimby game, but Giannis definitely had a phenomenal game. So uh, let's go over to that Milwaukee side. I know Lillard's been kind of banged up here recently with the ankle. It'd be interesting to see if he is in the lineup here on the second end of a back-to-back Malik Beasley with Milton out or Middleton out just continues to play a really good role here. So like Malik Beasley, don't mind Giannis. I, I want something to run back here on the Milwaukee side. Cause I feel like I'm definitely going to have two uh, Miami players. Yeah. Giannis are definitely the, the top option. My initial thought was because this is a back-to-back, we're definitely going to get Lillard and or Giannis sitting. But they actually just demolished the Nuggets. And so uh, Giannis only played 30 minutes. Lillard only had to play 22. It's a back-to-back with both games at home. Um, I could very well see everybody being uh, healthy and ready to go for this one. So Giannis would be my first choice. Lillard's fine. I just never really get to Lillard all that often, uh, if I'm being honest. like You basically need him to hit a bunch of threes in order for him to have a, a really strong game. Um, and so because we're loading up on Milwaukee today, I don't mind using him as a run back. Um, Beasley's fine, but his price is getting up there. Um, and so, uh, it's probably just Giannis and Lillard for me, unless we see, um, like how I want to check how many it's tough to gauge. It's tough to gauge cause it's a blowout, but Beverly played 19 minutes in this one. If he's going to creep up to 20, 20 plus minutes in that rotation, he's too cheap at 4K. All right, moving on. Minnesota at Portland. Minnesota, second end of a back to back. Two, 15 and a half total in this game. Minnesota, eight and a half point favorite. Uh, Brogdon, Brown, Sharp, Williams out. Henderson questionable for Portland. We'll see if anything comes out of the Minnesota game here on Monday night. They got a late game. It hasn't even kicked off yet. Um, what do you like here for the Timberwolves? Assuming nobody is out, and I, I kind of think somebody's going to be sitting here because it's Portland and it's a back to back. Like, why would you not sit people against the, uh, Portland on a back to back? Maybe Mike Conley. Maybe Mike. Yeah, for, I, I'd say almost for sure Mike Conley. Um, and so, with that being the case, uh, I think Nikhil Alexander Walker is probably going to end up being like the chalk value on the slate if he steps into the starting lineup at 3300 um i think mclaughlin would become a strong pivot off of him at 3100 um maybe like gobert has been dealing with something maybe he happens to sit on a back-to-back even if he doesn't even if everybody's healthy i still think nas reed is one of the better values on the slate at 4200 dollars. like that's just so cheap might get extended minutes if this one gets ugly um, and even if he doesn't, to 20 to 24 minutes like he usually gets, that's more than enough to smash, especially against Portland. So um, if everyone's healthy, Edwards, Towns, and Gobert are cheap enough that you can play them and they can absolutely smash. But it's actually Nas Reed, maybe the Neil, Nikhil Alexander-Walkers, Kyle Andersons at $3,400 uh, that I, I would probably have more interest in. You know what could be potentially interesting here is if Conley sits, Monte Morris, they traded for him at the trade deadline. Like, could I mean, is it potentially like seeing Monte Morris get like a 20, 25 minute role here if Conley sits? Um, He's 3K. So um, I think I'd take shots on him. Yeah, basically ignore what I said about McLaughlin and then just substitute Monte Morris's name in there because I forgot about that. Yeah, so I mean, that's what I'd be looking at here. 
McDaniel's minutes are always solid. You know, I don't mind potentially taking a shot on him, but I think we're going to find better upside value plays. Rudy Gobert could crush in this spot. Um, I think he's a really strong center option on the slate. And then on the Portland side, I mean, they're they're dealing with a ton of injuries again. I, I think like Simons is someone we could take some shots on. I don't like playing Jeremiah Grant. I understand like the upside is there. I think DeAndre Ayton is going to be needed in this game. We could see Jabari Walker get you know thirty plus minutes in this game because of how Minnesota kind of plays the two bigs. So don't mind taking some shots there. I think Ayton would be my favorite. What do you like here for Portland? Yeah, I don't mind the eight and call. If like if everybody's healthy, I really have a hard time imagining I get to anybody on Portland just because they're probably going to get smashed and Minnesota is so good defensively. So it'll be one of those situations where not only do they get smashed, but they total like 82 points in a game or something. Um, Jabari Walker maybe would be someone that I'd have some interest in. And then depending on all these guards, obviously we got Simon's question, uh, or I guess he's probable. Um, and then Scoot is uh, questionable for this one. But if we happen to get like Ashton Haggins in the starting lineup again, I think maybe you could take a shot on him, but I don't think you need to. All right. We got Sacramento at Phoenix, 243 and a half total. Phoenix, a four and a half point favorite. Duarte questionable. Lee out. Let's talk Sacramento first. Phenomenal basketball game. I think this is one of the best games that we have on the slate, total wise, pace wise, and uh, just a game I think we want to have exposure to. I mean, it's a coin flip on like what we're going to get from Malik Monk, but I, I think that he's obviously on the list today on tournament side. He's either going to play 18 minutes or 30 minutes. And if you're on that 30 minute game, he has 40, 50 point upside in this matchup. So I like him. I'm, I think I'm out on De'Aaron Fox. He, his upside's kind of been limited here recently. I think I'd rather pay up for like a Sabonis or pay down to like a Malik Monk. And Sabonis is just so consistently good. Uh, I think my main targets here from the from the Kings are going to be Monk and Sabonis. Maybe a little bit of Herder, but his minutes are back down now that like Monk's been playing good. So I think it's just it's Monk and Sabonis for me. That's the thing with monk and herder right it's one of them will play well one of them will get 30 plus minutes um it's just you never really know which is going to be they do seem to go in a little bit of uh streaks where it's harder for five games and it's monk for five but you never know when that's going to swap one of them is good never play them together sabonis is definitely the top option here fox hasn't looked right but it has also led to his price just going down 8k for De'Aaron fox is pretty low for a player we've considered paying 10k for in the past. Now I know he hasn't been that player since like December. Um, but he still has shown some games recently where it was like against Chicago just a week and a half ago, we put up 60 fantasy points. Uh, he had another 50 point game the week before that. So it's still in there. Um, I think we can take shots on him as a low owned tournament play for a six game, <coughs> pardon me, six game slate when we're going to be wanting to play players on the other side. All right, we got the Phoenix side here. We know that the Kings allow a ton of three-pointers. I think this is a, a really good spot to pick one or both of Booker or Durant, you know, kind of on the top end. I can see Bradley Beal having a good shooting game here as well, but Kevin Durant has kind of been back up to 
triple double like upside type Kevin Durant lately. Um, when he's playing this good, it, it's tough to pass on him. Agreed. Kevin Durant's the top option. Booker's two. Beal's three. This is such a strong spot that you can, I think, play two of them. Actually, I don't think you have to limit it to one, especially with it only being a six-game slate. Yusuf Nurkic is one of my very favorite tournament plays on the slate. Um, he's got a low floor, but if he gets up over 30 minutes, we know he's got a high ceiling, and this does feel like a game he should play more than 30 minutes as long as he can stay out of foul trouble against Sabonis. They're going to need a size against him, and, and on the other side of things, Sabonis is pretty terrible defensively, so Nurkic should be able to have a really big big game as long as he can stay out of foul trouble. So I don't think the ancillary pieces of well, you know Allen, Gordon, Roddy, Royce O'Neal, I don't think I need that. Um, but I do think Durant, Booker, Beal, and Nurkic, all four of them are all great plays. Yeah, like I said, I think Durant's probably my favorite here. He's just been playing phenomenal. Um, just absolutely crushing here recently. So really like Kevin Durant. And I mean, Booker and Beal don't mind Nurkic. Like you said, he always has upside. And kind of after that, though, I, I feel like like the addition of Royce O'Neal, does it potentially hurt Eric Gordon? Does it potentially hurt Grayson Allen? It's something that we're going to be watching here. Um, I definitely think it hurts Okaji. I don't think we'll see much Okaji here down the stretch. All right, we finish out the slate with Detroit at LA taking on the Lakers. 237 total here. Lakers a 12-point favorite. Grimes and Stewart out for Detroit. Christie, Reddish, and Vanderbilt out. AD and LeBron questionable. Dinwiddie available to play in this game for the Lakers. Uh, we'll go Detroit here first. What do we like here for the Pistons? Because it's such a big spread, it's scary to like any of them. But having said that, Cade Cunningham and Jalen Duran are both way too cheap. Um, below 8K for Cade is pretty crazy. Um, he's uh, played over uh, – th- he played 35 and 39 minutes his last two games since returning from injury, that little stint that he had. So Cunningham and Duran, I think, are my top two. Um, and then outside of that, I don't think there's much. You know, I don't really like playing Ivy when Cade is there. Um, I think you can, but I don't really want to. Um Thompson is starting to pick up some more minutes again, so maybe he's fine below 5K, but it's mostly Cunningham and Duran for me. Yeah, I kind of like Fontecchio in his first game against Clippers with Detroit. He put up 19 shots. Um, We have not seen that any game with Utah. I think the most he had shot this season, if I remember reading it correctly, was 16. So, 19 shots in his first game with the Pistons. I think that at 4,700, he's worth taking some shots on. Asar Thompson, you know, is someone that should get minutes here down the stretch now that Detroit kind of ships some pieces off. So I'm interested in Thompson and Fontecchio. I think I'm going to find options that I like more than Cade up towards the top, but I don't hate the spot for him if you do end up in his price range. And then on the Lakers side, can't wait to see how Dinwiddie um, just kind of fits in here with the Lakers and like what type of role he's going to have. That's definitely something that I'll be watching. Like, are we, is, is it like he's going to just slide into Christie's minutes with Christie being out? And we're going to get like 20, 25 minutes from Dinwiddie. I would suspect that would be the case here. 
D'Angelo Russell has been playing phenomenal here recently, over 45 fantasy points in three of his last four games. Really like this matchup for him. AD and LeBron smash if this game stays close. Um, I'm just worried about this game staying close. Yeah, it is a really fun possibility to like do the little game stack of one of AD or LeBron, pair them with Cade and Duran, like knowing that this game has to stay close for them to hit their ceilings. I probably am going to avoid the Angelo Russell and Reeves until we see how Dinwiddie impacts them, unless we get one of uh, LeBron or AD, particularly LeBron out, which is entirely possible because it's Detroit. If one of them is out and the other one plays, obviously the other one is now the very best spend up on the slate. Yeah, I mean, obviously if they are in or, like you said, one in, one out, a smash spot to take advantage of. Hachimura has been playing solid minutes. You could potentially take him in in some tournament shares here as well. Uh, I like the Lakers. It's just whether or not you think the game is going to stay close. And I don't think this game is going to stay close. All right, let's play the morning grind game. And then uh, we'll get out of here. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who do you like here? Nas Reed. Nas Reed. I like that one. I don't I don't hate that one. I'm going to go Fontecchio. I really like what we saw the other night against the Clippers. 30 minutes, you know, 19 shot attempts, was active on rebounds. Um, could could have found his home here with this Detroit team. So I like Fontecchio. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? I'm going to go with... Um... Anthony Simons. Yeah, I like that one. I'm kind of leaning there. I think I'm going to go Lillard at 8,900. I know he's been playing solid lately, but I, I think that this is a, a, a game that we're going to see more Giannis than Lillard. So, I mean, no I real thought reason. there was a chance that you were going to stretch the game a little bit and go 8K instead of over 8K. And then for the first time ever, maybe in the history of the morning, <coughs> morning grind podcast, the let's get weird GPP play for someone would have been the same as somebody else's uh, fade, but that's all right. AK I is we allowed, history. by the way. AK is, is allowed. It? Yep. Will, Will I... went AK yesterday. If you were going to go Fox, we could have created history. There you go. Well, we're not making history today. Who's your favorite 6X play? Oh, well, I was thinking about my let's get weird GPP play. So I know. It just got you all messed up. You did. You did. You got me there. Um, I know I like Milwaukee. I know I like Miami, and so we're gonna go with Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero, um, that's who I wrote down as well. I like Tyler Hero a lot today, so I'm with you on that one. I'm gonna go Kevin Durant. I think he's gonna go for 60 plus fantasy points in this game. I really like him against Sacramento. Love shooters against Sacramento. I talk about it all the time. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Darren Fox, Mr. TJ. Yes, sir. That's him. De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. I'm going to go Jonathan Isaac. I really like the fact that like he played 25 minutes the other night. Even if they didn't go over overtime, he would have played 20 minutes. He has so much upside with stocks. He's a guy that can rebound really well and get easy buckets. So give me Jonathan Isaac in this tough matchup against the Thunder. I think they want his defense out there against the Thunder. Let's go to the betting portion here. Any pick them or player props that you like here? No, you know what? I actually, 
I popped into this one uh, because, uh, of course, Christy needed a sub. But Tuesday, I think I'm actually going to be taking the entire day off of DFS. That's my plan. No pickup, no no props for me, and no uh, bets either. My my dad's having some surgery, just some something you know routine, and so I have to be driving him around, picking him up after. And then uh, I got three podcasts to record tomorrow. One on uh, the movie American Fiction which Jeffrey Wright, it's great if you, if, if you haven't seen it. Another one on the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer. And another one on uh, the uh, for the upcoming uh, new Netflix series, Avatar The Last Airbender. So busy day tomorrow. I think I'm actually going to be taking the day off of DFS and betting. There you go. I, like Kevin Durant, over 33 and a half points and rebounds. He's just been absolutely smashing. We love shooters. Against the Sacramento team, his rebounding has been phenomenal recently. He's hit this line in four of his last five games, like his chances to keep it rolling here. So Kevin Durant, over 33.5 points and rebounds. That's going to wrap it up here for Tuesday. Appreciate everyone hanging out with us live. We'll be back tomorrow talking more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.